you know, podcasts is a is a burgeoning market. Everybody is trying to tap into the podcast zeitgeist. If you've got a big name, it helps because you know people are going to listen. Yeah. But my goodness me, is if this is their first attempt, this is pretty saccharine and boring. And that would be my take on it. I'm Josh Maserol from Death Wish. And the only thing more difficult than road tripping a twin-turbo LS-powered Toyota Hilux across the country is listening to these two knuckleheads, Lightning and Holman, on the Truck Show podcast. Enjoy, suckers! Some people want to go off-road. So they better have that four-wheel mode. Others need to carry a load or something else that's got to be told. We don't care if you drive a heat. We don't care if it's a brand new G. We put the G in the GMC. Aw, shucks, let's talk trucks. Holman, I hear that you had uh, quite an experience with eBay recently. Yeah, it was a very favorable, <laughs> amazing experience. That was such a radio guy setup right there. Hey, I heard you uh, had an amazing experience with eBay. <laughs> wow, that's horrible. <laughs> Why would you keep doing that? Cracked me actually, up. Actually, I had, uh, I had, well, actually, I'm going to tell you my Amazon experience first. Okay. Remember how we had Sean Moore in here? And he's like, I just want rainbow gummy unicorn bang drinks or whatever the hell he, rain. Rain, Rain, yes. whatever the hell. Anyway, um, he's doing some, help me off some VW stuff. And I told or my- is, is he really? He says the transaxle's done. Uh, okay. Uh, so he says. All right. <laughs> Another funny story off air. Right, okay. So anyway, uh, I order him two cases of rain and gummy unicorn, whatever that, I don't remember. From Amazon? Yes. Okay. And I wait three weeks. And then Amazon cancels my order and says it's undeliverable to my address. What? Amazon delivers stuff to my house two times a day. I have Amazon Key. They open my garage and put things inside my house. Is that true? But yes, but apparently- I've never even heard of that. Amazon Key? Yeah, so my garage door opener is linked up. So Amazon opens the garage door. They put the packages at the front of your garage door so the po- uh, porch pirates don't get it. They close the garage door behind them. You get a notification and a picture of your stuff in your garage. With I had closing. no idea if that, 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 that was a thing. The best thing ever. Wow. Except for my daughter was in the garage one day. She's like, <laughs> scared her. She's like, uh, Dad, I was doing laundry. And all of a sudden, some man walked into our garage, dropped some packages, and turned around. I was like, oh, Amazon. <laughs> so was that, that wasn't a euphemism, right? No, no. It was definitely uh, packages. Amazon. Packages. Okay. No, no. The cardboard ones. Okay, good. Um, so that's weird. Anyway, so I don't know why that got canceled. I was thinking about trying to, is it? Illicit in California or something? Is that why he likes it? I don't know. I, ju- I, I don't know. Ugh. I think it's just a regular energy drink. You can buy it at 7-Eleven. I know. No, well, you can't. Why can't Absol- I buy a case and like have it delivered to my house for him? I I, I don't know. Ugh. I cannot explain I have to, And I have to find a case. I don't know where else to buy it in. 7-Eleven. No, I need a case. You could buy a case from 7-Eleven. All right. Yeah, I'm fairly certain. All right. They've got them in the freezer. And just behind. say, give me a flat. Yeah. All right. Or... Yeah, I don't think I, I haven't seen him at Costco. Yeah, I, either have I. Mm. So, all right. So here's my eBay story. Oh, maybe Smart and Final. Oh, I got one closer than Costco. Yeah, oh, try all that. Right. All right, I'll try that. This is the energy drink uh, no, 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 podcast. No, 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 no. This is the online buying podcast. <laughs> all right. So uh, eBay. So uh-huh. as you know, I've been uh, working on the uh, GPW. Yeah. And for those that are just tuning in for the first time, explain the GPW, please. It's a Ford Jeep. 
Ford Jeep. Mine's, yes. mine's a 1942. By the way, I like your sticker. So it's a uh, it's the Ford Blue Oval, <laughs> but it says Jeep in right. the same Ford text. Right, exactly. It's very confusing. Um, and so, uh, and I got another one that says, uh, uh, no airbags, we die like real men. That's going on the dashboard. Nice. And then I found, okay, so Mark Allen at Jeep, who's a good friend of mine, always has like the little Easter eggs, and you're Mr. Easter Egg, yes, right? Yes, love Easter eggs. So I told Mark at Easter Jeep, I'm like, I'm trying to find the right bumper sticker for that thing. Just a little nod to whatever's going on in the world. And I found it, and I ordered it off eBay. My Jeep is 80 years old. This bumper sticker is 78 years old, so I'm hoping that it still has some tack. I'll have to I'd probably clear coat it on the uh, bumperette or something. So I'm looking for things that are kind of like period correct for like the 40s, right? And do they have bumper stickers back in the 40s? They did. Really? And they had for presidential campaigns and stuff. And so the Republican who lost to, I think, Roosevelt's name was Dewey. And so they had like these elephants holding signs that say, oh do we or don't we? Yeah, And I'm God. like, that would be perfect, right? My grandfather had some of those. Right? Yeah, Dewey okay. stuff. Yeah. But hold on. I found one that looks like the red, white, and blue, like a Union Pacific shield, you know, kind of a military or patriotic shield. Sure. And it says in it, and keep in mind, this is a military Jeep, lowercase j, that left the war and then be, went to civilian life, right? So, so keep that in mind. The bumper sticker says, win the war quicker with Dewey and Bricker. And it was about ending the war and getting back to us uh, to civilian wow. life, and that's the license or that's the uh, bumper sticker I'm putting on the back of Oddford. That's a that's a great tie-in. And people will go, wait, I don't get it. Who's doing? And I'm like, but it's a conversation piece. Well, you're gonna have to tell this story 700 times. Yeah, but it's fun. Yeah, it's super fun. Yeah. So anyway, uh, I, I got it. So all right. So I'm working on it. I got the 3B, which is a, a high hood Jeep uh, windshield frame. I got the our, our buddy um, Weld Fiend. Who uh, built me up the uh, the roll cage? Yep, uh, got that, and then I got the wheels all taken off, blasted. They're dropped off over at Specialized, doing some powder coat on it. Oh, Hopefully, nice. get that stuff this week. I start bolting things back. And you're doing on what? It. A uh, satin or a matte black? What are you doing? Uh, just semi gloss. Semi gloss. Just regular old semi-gloss. powder coat. Yep. Got it. Okay. And then I've got that big like I call it the swim step or the platform off the back that has the the four jerry can holders that I don't need because it sticks out like 24 inches. Mm-hmm. And so uh, I spent all day – well, I, I looked at it – I've been looking at it for months. When am I going to cut it off? It's, it's, uh, it's so, there's so much structure under it, and like, I just mm. don't feel like it. So this goes to my online buying deal. I had what's called a Watson hub on there, which is like a lever-style locking hub. And they suck because when you go to move the lever, you pull them out of a slot, you pull them over, and then they bend, and they don't fit back in their slot and whatever. So Warren's always been the best hub, and the reason is because you just turn a dial, and they're awesome. Okay. So I wanted to find period-correct Warren hub. God, when did, want- those, when did those when did the rotating locking mechanisms start? Uh, like- in the 50s. Okay. Something like that, yeah. Because, I mean, you, up until recently, they were still on Toyotas and stuff, right? You still get them on Super Duty right now. Okay. Yeah. So And Warren makes all those. So uh, I, I wanted to find period correct ones like from the 60s or 70s when the Jeep was originally kind of built up and – or GPW, Jeep lowercase J. And so I went online and I see one in Pennsylvania, one, new old stock. So what happened is some dude in Pennsylvania has a shop and you sell them in pairs. Some guy 35 years ago knocked his off on a rock and needed a, a new one. So he bought one. And this one single box has been sitting on this dude's shelf for almost <laughs> four decades. Yeah. And he decides one day to put it up on eBay and see what the hell. So I bought it. I'm like, okay. all right, cool. Because Where I are you going to get the other one? Right. If I can find another one, great. Two days later, on eBay, boom, Washington, absolute opposite side of the country. Another same, one. Same part number, same box, same everything. Oh, my God. So I bought it. It's all shrink-wrapped. How it's much? 
Uh, I think both like of them 70, together, 70 bucks or something? Both of them together were like 160 Oh. Which is fine, which is cheaper than buying new ones. Sure. And they're new old stock. Yeah. So the first one I put on the driver's you side- You don't hesitate with a purchase like that. I, I opened it up. Everything is perfect. It's a time capsule. It even has the original printed, like 400 folded over instructions. It has the little hardware pack, everything. So I put that hub on and I'm like, dude, that took me 15 minutes. It's great. And I was taking pictures and all that kind of stuff. I'm like, awesome. Go to the other side, unshrink wrap the box, open it up, no instructions, no hardware kit, which the hardware kit itself is not a big deal because it's a fairly it's, standard. You get a set, yeah, it's, it's a $30 called Warren 7300 rebuild kit. They include everything gasket, screws, whatever. Four wheel parts has it all day long. Not okay. a big deal. So I'm okay. like, all right, well, that sucks. I can't do it today because you know, this is over holiday weekend. So I'll just have to get those next week. I'll finish Although it. Although four wheel parts is open like 24 7, I think. Yeah, almost. And uh, so anyway, I. I pull the the basically there's the housing and the clutch pack you pull off the top that the cap head screws go into, and I pull it up, and lo and behold is one screw with no head augered into a hole. Oh no! So what had happened was the 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 it never been used. You could tell it had been slid on once just because the grease was moved on the splines, mm-hmm. but otherwise no other wear. It was perfect. I guarantee you, somebody at whatever shop went to install it. Broke off a head because they cross-threaded put it, it put back it back in the, in the box, box, and put it back on the shelf. Did. Oh, that sucks. And they left it on the shelf, because yep. and, and I, the guy probably worked there for 30 years himself, and he forgot about it when he retired, and they're clearing it out. And he probably had it in the very, very back in case he needed spare parts. So that's what I ended up buying. So I was like, damn it. So how are you going to remove the screw? All right, so I tried everything. I tried vice grips and pliers and heat, and it had obviously been put in so hard that it basically melted the threads together, oh, and there's no way to pull just it Just all galled together. So then I drilled it out, and normally you drill out a, a, you know, a screw that broke into a hole, and then the threads just kind of crumble out after. Not nope. this one. Nope. It was like a solid <laughs> wall. So then I went to go. It's an 832. So I went to my uh, my tap and die set. No 832 die missing. I'm like, oh, or tap. And I'm like, damn it. Dude. So then. It, is it, 832 is the 10 millimeter of the SAE range, Something right? like that. It's a little bit smaller. But so anyway, then I go. No, I'm to, saying it's, it's, that's what you always lose. Oh, always. You always lose the 832 and the 10 mil. Yeah, yeah. So I go to uh, Home Depot and I get a DeWalt tap. And as I'm looking, there's this thing called a Milwaukee shockwave which is a drill and tap in the same thing. I'm like, well, I already drilled it, but you know what? I'll buy it because I can return it if I don't need it. So I go and I, and this is a great DeWalt versus Milwaukee conversation. I go and get the traditional DeWalt tap and I can barely turn it. Whatever, like whatever those little cap screws are made out of, they're like the the hardest material on earth because I could barely get it to So it wouldn't have been stainless, right? Um, it, uh, well, it's probably some sort of stainless alloy, I would guess, hmm. but but it was super hard and okay. I couldn't get it out. So if then, it was 304, it's going to be hard and brittle. Oh, well, it's not brittle. It's just hard. Interesting. Okay. So anyway, I uh, I take – so my driver, my Milwaukee driver, is the surge style, which I love because when it hits resistance, it goes – right? And it's awesome because it'll kind of surge forward, and it works really, really good. So I took the DeWalt hand one. Couldn't do it by hand. It was – I couldn't get to get square in there. just wouldn't – just for whatever reason, it was it wouldn't go. So I take the shockwave one. That is a drill bit and a tap at the same time. I go right through it. Done. So one of my buddies like, oh, yeah, you should check out these things from Milwaukee. They're called. I'm like, I did. I had no idea they existed. So I know some of you are listening going, yeah, we, I, we use those all the time. But anyway, that little shockwave drill bit thing was perfect. So I drilled it out. And guess what? Holes perfect. Put a couple of 832s that I had on the shelf in there. 
No problem. What did we'll that cost, by the, the way? That's uh, the shockwave. I was like eight bucks or something like that. Eight? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it was worth it to save up. Oh, you yeah. Know, you know, unattainable uh, replacement part. So then I'm like, all right, well, I have to wait for this four wheel parts kit next week. So I guess I'll start on the platform. And I cut seven spars across the back of that thing. And I put tires under it to catch it for when it fell on my face. Didn't even move. So then I jumped on it. Didn't move. Oh, so no. then I jacked it up and down. Didn't move. And so it's not the paint that it's, it's. No, no, no. There's, it's, st- there's still a couple stitch welds in there, but oh. it's just stick. And you would think, oh, those will break. Nope. nope. So my buddy Adam comes over, who's a welder, and he's like, what are you doing? And I'm like, well, I'm this. He goes, oh, you got a torch? I'm like, yeah. He goes, ah, let's torch it off. So he does a couple strategic torch cuts, and now instead of bending up or down one inch, it bends down like three inches. Still won't come off. So <laughs> he looks at it and he goes, oh, man, those stitch welds, those, got, you know, those are stick welded on. People don't understand how much good penetration you get from a good stick welding. I'm like, apparently. He goes, so you took a grinder to it? No, I can't. It's a 45-degree it's a angle. And there's structure, so I can't get the grinding wheel in there. Oh. So he's going to come over today and try and just do, like, score them and scorch them for me, and then we'll hopefully we'll pull it off. But I'm sitting here, and I'm like— So these that what you're describing is every Saturday or Sunday job where you're going to go out, and you're going to yes. work on your truck, and you think it's going to—you're like, honey, I'll be back in for lunch. Yes. It's going to be two hours, and then flash forward— it's 9 p.m. at night. And you're working and you're, on something completely different because yes. the last two projects you started, you didn't have the parts for, yeah. or something is so screwed that you need to go to the shop or the store to get a piece, and you're just done. And so that was me. I, I'm thinking, you know what? This week I'm going to have hubs on there. Nope. Got all my stuff off the powder coat. Nope. I'm going to cut off the swim step. Nope. This happens to every automotive enthusiast where you go out to your driveway. Yeah. You're going to do something you think is yeah. 45 minutes worth of work, yeah. and it's you know Saturday morning, 10 a.m., and then the sun is going down yeah. Saturday night. And your wife's and like, I and, haven't seen you all day. It's and you're time. cursing and you're looking for the floodlights yeah. so you can work no, at night. But then you are then you misplace all your tools. So you start yeah. and your, your workbench is clean and your toolbox is organized. But in the course of these three projects that have failed you, you've put, put tools down in various parts of the car. So you spend 20% of your time trying to figure out where I put that damn wrench oh, yeah. down. By the way, your 10 mil is by the sink when you filled up the water because you were so parched. Well, that's where the 10 mil gremlin comes. He's watching you for when you put it down in exactly this situation and then steals it. <laughs> Last night, I think I went to bed around 11. I was just, my back hurt. Everything was sore. I had metal in my eyes and my nose and my hair. And I just was like, I, I hate cars. I hate cars. Until the next day. <laughs> until you <laughs> well, woke until up. Until today. Like, I, I'm like, today's going to be <laughs> the right day. right back at it. Well, it's funny because people don't realize, like, when they see, the thing about having old flat fenders, a Jeep looks like a Jeep looks like a Jeep. So when you drive it on the road, people don't realize how old they are. They just realize, it just it's just a Jeep to most people, right? I mean, obviously, you can see the difference between a YJ and a four-door JL or something like that. But most people just see it as it's got four wheels, it's shaped like a Jeep, it's got no top, it's driving down the road. And they, you know, the older ones top out like 55 miles an hour and mm-hmm. people are on their your, your butt and honking and whipping around you because you're, and you're like, dude, it's, it's literally, mine is 80 years old. I found out through a Facebook group that does military vehicles, sent them my serial number. It was built in March, which I thought was April, but it was built March 27th or 28th. 1942 in Dallas, Texas. Oh my God, that's cool. Now, how cool is that? That's super cool. Which is is so, is that factory still there? Uh, I don't know. I have no idea if, if the, a building. So like the old original Model T factory in Dallas is there. It's okay. it's like a I don't know. It's like artist collective or something or whatever. But the building itself is there. It's a coffee shop. Yeah, something like that. <laughs> so so like those buildings exist. I don't know where in Dallas they were building the uh, the Jeeps, but there are several plants around the country that were 
that we're going. But it's just one of those things. And who knows? Maybe the GPW is built at the same Dallas plant that the Model T was. Right. Maybe I've been there because I've been to the Model T one. I have no idea. Adventures in GPW. Well, I have some news, too. So at the end of the last episode, which, by the way, was cool. Adam Kroll was uh, was fun. What was best? Learning that he uh, loved mini trucks or that uh, he died in a fart competition (laughs) being hot box on the way to Vegas in a van, in a rental van? I think the the fart chatter is uh, (laughs) – that was – because – I thought it was Adam that unloaded in the toilet, but it turned. <laughs> it he was Jimmy. Playing, he was pinning it on Jimmy Kimmel. I, and yeah, I don't know if we. I think we said Jimmy Kimmel once, but he's literally talking about Jimmy, Jimmy Kimmel. Jimmy Kimmel, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, at the end of the episode, you alluded to me maybe getting a truck, and then you bailed. You walked out. I had to go, and um, so I did some research and I typed in my VIN at uh, ram-trx.com. They've got a. Uh, They've got a Google spreadsheet that someone maintains, and sure enough, I clicked on it, and there it was. LBC TRX is my uh, my handle on that page, and because okay. I couldn't think of anything else. Uh-huh. And uh, sure enough, there it is the uh, the build sticker, and and it looks like I got the the, the correct mirrors. I think. Oh, I hope. Okay. Yes, I All hope. Right, good. I will not have the toe mirrors with your invisible as, trailer. Uh, with my invisible trailer, as uh, you would love me to have those, so you could clown me for the rest of my eternity. Hmm. But uh, it looks like I've got the right the right mirrors. And I, I showed you my new license plate for the uh, '67 F100. Yes, you did. Which is uh, you, not, not ready to talk about it yet. Yeah, no, but it it is. But you've been you've been apprised of the direction. I will t- I will tell you guys that Holman has the best license plate that I have seen in a decade. It's so appropriate, and yet has a it's a double entendre, and it's it's and when irreverent you, and irreverent. When are you going to reveal that? Uh, once we get the final OKs from the folks on board. I got it. Got it. So you're doing something with a powertrain we can't talk about. Okay. Doing something with the whole truck we can't well, the whole, talk about. Okay. All right. Anyway, so that that is happening. Um, I should, in air quotes, should have my truck mid-June. We we shall see. And I'm, see. I'm already looking at parts. As I say, what parts have you purchased for it already? I have not purchased any parts, but How I'm trying to- How many parts have you convinced people to throw your way for free, like uh, Trailing Arms by Ryan Kibbe? So he, I don't think he's going to give them to me as much as I would like them. They're six grand. <laughs> he's getting- uh, Actually, it's, for the whole kit, six grand. Front and rear. Just for the rear is five. Five grand. But what are you getting for, for his four-link system? Just the links? Just the links. So the, the geometry is the same. Links in the hardware. That's it. Same geometry, stock geometry, links and hardware. It's amazing how good that thing is out of the uh, out of the. You get the misalignment spacers and all that stuff and and whatnot. But yeah, the the factory is good. This, so this is just for looks. It ain't doing anything. It's a lot of art. It's a lot of art under there. Yep. And uh, so I've I've uh, I'm working on Ryan for those. We do have to catch up with him. He just got a, he spent as you saw on his Instagram at Kibby Tech, yep. bought a very expensive laser uh, like a tube laser and stuff to do. Yep. Oh, we'll have saw to get that. into that. Yep. I've lined up to do my Expel wrap, mm-hmm. so I will protect it, and I'm going to do their ceramic coating. That'll be if, as soon as I can. I mean, I would like Did to drive. Did you order away. your car cover yet? Uh, I have had my car cover for like three months. <laughs> I'm not even joking. <laughs> California car cover. Uh-huh. I've had my car cover sitting there because uh, in the in the garage in a box. Yep, waiting. And I'm looking at getting a tonneau cover, and wheels and tires are about done. And what else am I missing? I've been looking at an air intake, but I can't because the because they're all competitors to banks, so I can't pull the trigger on any of those. Why would you do it anyway? There's zero value. I like how they look. <sighs> Dude, it uses a freaking the hood as ram air with multiple entry points. It has four times the, the filter surface area as a Raptor. 
and all goes into this box that'll separate dust and water from it, and you want to change that because it is fairly restrictive. It's makes seven hundred. It. It's not fairly restrictive. I've seen it. It is not I have fairly seen the restrictive. And the outside, yeah. No, it's not. But I'm, I'm not. If sure it was I'm fairly restrictive, it. you wouldn't be only four horsepower difference than the cars. I am saying that uh, I'm not. I'm, I'm not sure if I'm going to do it. I, I, again, I probably don't won't do a cold ruin air the things that make that. It is cold air intake. And here's the million dollar question. It's literally ram air. Here's the million dollar question: Am I going to put a Whipple supercharger on it? That's the million dollar question. <laughs> yes, I mean, the answer is yes. You are. You should see Shulman is so disgusted right now. <laughs> but it's already blown. You need a thousand horsepower. You know, I filled mine up for one ninety five today. Yeah, I know one ninety five. If I record. do, if I do the Whipple supercharger, you will never see fourteen miles per gallon. I will never again. see because I have to go bigger injectors. No, nope, that means it's done. going to you're spray done. a lot of. Yeah, you're I'm going to have like eleven miles per gallon. No, no, maybe highway. Yeah. Yeah, highway. <laughs> I'm probably not going to do that either. I mean, I, I what I, drive on the highway? No, uh, yeah, both. I'm just going to go to Seven Eleven, buy my cookies at Seven Eleven, turn around, and go home, and that's going to be my adventure. And it's going to take you a gallon of gas. Yeah, that. yeah, pretty much. Listen, if you guys are uh, in the market for a truck that uh, actually gets great fuel economy, yeah, and is super reliable, it's a, it's a and Nissan hasn't been touched by uh, <laughs> Lightning's uh, whims, then you want to head on down to your local Nissan dealer or go to NissanUSA.com where you can build and price a Nissan Frontier, a Nissan Titan, or a Nissan Titan XD. Keep in mind that the Titans have the industry's best five-year, 100,000-mile warranty, and the Frontier is one of the hottest mid-sized trucks in the market right now. Go check them out and pick one up for yourself. If you guys tow, your rear diff temps are getting really hot. And the best way to control that is with a Banks Ramier or rear diff cover. So what Banks did is add a scoop on the bottom of the cover that redirects air from under the truck up through its fins, and every Ram air cover comes with an angled fill port, with magnetic plug, a sight glass for easy viewing of just how full your mm-hmm. gear oil is. Am I allowed to ring your, your bell? That was the first time you've ever done that. And that's, uh, did, I don't it, did, know. You, did it feel dirty? Yeah, I don't know if I... Uh, I'm going to move my bell over here. <laughs> okay. By hey, me. I can't, okay, I there can't go. reach it. A, magne- <laughs> a magnet drain plug placed at the right position so you drain every drop. A 1-8 NPT port for a temp sensor and O-ring seal so no messy silicone. When you drop your rear diff fluid, you have to scrape all that RTV off. It sucks Every single time. Having an O-ring, money. All right, so if you've decided that this would be a great upgrade for your truck, if you've got a 2001-19 GM or Ram with the 14-bolt AAM axle, an mm-hmm. 85 to current Ford Sterling axle, 2017 to current Dana M275 axle, or a 2019-plus Ram and 2020 GM. <laughs> yeah, mine's real, not the yeah. synthesized stuff. Then you want to head over to uh, bankspower.com where you can pick one up for your own rig. The Truck Show. We're going to show you. We have the lowered and everything in between. We'll talk about trucks that run on diesel and the ones that run on gasoline. The truck show, the truck show, the truck show. Oh, oh. It's the truck show with your hosts, Lightning and Holman. That's us. Man, that was a long ass intro. I'm looking back at the time. We did 20 minutes right there. Yeah, now we That's can, ridiculous. Yeah, now we can do the outro and go home. Right? <laughs> no, we have a we have a guest. We're talking real truck, dude. All right, so uh, we have got uh, Greg Nelson from Real Truck, and uh, realtruck.com is a 
uh, e-commerce site. Now for wait a truck minute. Owners. Hold on a second. Greg T. Nelson was no, a famous actor. No, not Greg actor T. That... Nelson. Just Greg oh, Nelson. Oh, not I Craig did. Nelson. No, not Craig T. Nelson. No, the Craig T. Yeah, I was going to say that all sounds wrong. No, this is uh, this is a gentleman who will uh, fill us in about Real Truck, which is the uh, the web uh, e-commerce so buying platform for truck owners. So let's give him a call. All right, let's dial up Mr. Craig T. Nelson. Just Greg Nelson. Oh, Greg Nelson. Yeah. Hello. Hey, Greg. It is Lightning and Home at Truck Show Podcast. How you doing? Good. How are you guys? Fantastic. Oh, well, listen to that radio voice. He sounds like you could do a podcast with us. <laughs> uh, I'm just on the East Coast and it's late, so, you know, get that extra, well, extra baritone. You just smoked, <laughs> plus you all just, the cigars uh, you were smoking say you right before. Stogie, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Uh, before we can get into it, uh, Greg, we got a quick intro, so don't move. Welcome to the parts department. Screw. Nut. Filter. Oil, grill, tools, wheels, tires, brakes, lights, gears, belts, and your wife warns you not to, don't you spend our money, and then you'll want to come back. Here's what you guys need to know. Realtruck.com is uh, the place you want to go to get your truck accessories from real truck people. It's an uh, e-commerce site made for real truck people, and we've got Greg on the horn right now. He's going to tell us all about it. Uh, so we're, we're serving a couple million customers over the past 25 years, and uh, we just love truck customers. Um, sell everything possible to go in your vehicle. All right. Thanks for calling. We'll talk to you later, Greg. No, that's, we're, not, we're not done with him yet. We have so much to talk about. I know. I'm just, I'm just busting balls here. We're going to talk about what makes Real Truck different. And so, I think part of that is the fact that when you go on the website, there is an incredible amount of information on every product. I mean, I think normally if you go to you know, an e-commerce site to buy something, you go and you let's say you choose your amp running boards. Of course, there's a photo and there might be some reviews and things like this, but uh, you guys go on to have uh, videos on the products, uh, <clears throat> install instructions, all the warranty, the reviews, the Q&A, descriptions, your, the own uh, guarantee that you guys offer. By the way, best price guarantee, a truck expert is always just a call away, fastest shipping, 30-day return guarantee, and lifetime install support. And that's uh, what you guys have uh, guaranteed to the customer for their buying experience, which is pretty cool. Yeah, I mean, we, we try to treat people like we want to be treated. And, uh, you know, we select parts that we'd want to put on our trucks. We put information on the site that we'd want to know. And so we spend a lot of time on content, spend a lot of time on shooting great video content, especially because seeing it on the truck is more important than almost anything. How it's going to look and feel and function uh, is really what customers are looking for. So we like to provide that as, as much as we possibly can and give people a lot of confidence that they're going to have a successful you know, shopping experience with us. You know, so Greg, I was in radio for a bunch of years and uh, failed miserably at it. But one thing that I took away is that one of the things they, they the uh, the programmers would look at is TSL, time spent listening. So you had uh, the big audience, the cumulative audience, mm-hmm. how many people visited your website and or vi- listened to your radio station over the course of a week. And that's the big number. But really what was important was time spent listening. And in your case, how much time are people spending on the website? And where I think that matters to truck guys is they're going to go to realtruck.com and they're going to get lost in the site. And I think that's what's important because there's so many websites where you just go and you're price shopping, right? You're just going to go look for a bumper. You're going to look for amp steps. You're going to look for whatever it is. And you're going to say, you're just going to copy paste the five digit skew and you're going to open seven different tabs and you're going to shop the price and you're going to buying it wherever it's cheapest but your approach is different 
that I'm I'm on the site right now, and it's like yeah. you're telling a story about each product, which I think is kind of fascinating. Yeah, well, you know, I I wouldn't classify it as getting lost. I think that <laughs> no, <well> that's <laughs> that might not be the sales pitch I would use, but uh, you know, we want people to feel like it's part of how they would use their vehicle, right? So we want to tell stories about how people are going on adventures, how they're tailgating. They're going overlanding uh, that reflects how people actually use their, their trucks and inspire them into doing something maybe greater than they originally came to the site for. They might have come looking for, you know, truck bed cover and they come away with thinking about the cool adventures they could take up into the mountains uh, and the products that we could you know, supply to help them do that. The stuff that we really help people do is just discover what's possible. And to your point, uh, you know, we're not uh, we're, we're not in we're not an Amazon when it comes to just typing in what you know you want and and finding it we help people who come in and have maybe a general idea that they want to put something on their truck but then get to explore and see what's possible and really help them bring out the best in their vehicle purchase whether it's something new or something they've had for a really long time well and you guys represent over 300 brands so there's really something for everybody and you guys, yeah. have I, a, I don't want to be the purchasing guy there because <laughs> like, it be, it's, that's crazy. Go ahead, Holman. Sorry for interrupting. So the other thing that you guys have, going back to the content that you've created, uh, a place that is informative and not just about the products, but the fact that you do shoot your own photography on the products and videos of the products working. So it's not just the same stock photos that every website has. You actually have it shown on real trucks being used, but also your blog section is pretty interesting. You guys have a lot of information like what is an AGM battery, what's my bolt pattern, uh, learn about truck <laughs> wheel finishes, cab lengths versus wheel-to-wheel truck steps, all that kind of stuff. Do exhaust chips change the note of my engine? All sorts of things that, that people have probably wondered, and especially I think when you know, you're a truck guy and you've been doing this a long time, I think you take for granted that there's new people coming into the scene who might not necessarily know those basic uh, answers to those questions, and you guys have just a ton of articles and stories on there for people to to discover those, and and in a way that doesn't make them feel stupid asking their friends, hey, uh, what's my bolt pattern? You guys kind of are, are the by secret the, weapon. By the way, Holman, that is the new uh, title for our game show, What's My Bolt what's Pattern? What's My Bolt Pattern? Uh-huh. Yeah. Well, you know, there's there's two parts to that. One is we want to make it accessible to people who just want to, you know, browse around and read online and largely self-serve. Uh, there's a lot of customers that are like that. And then there's customers who really just want to talk to another human. And whether that's a, a friend or whether that's, you know, a salesperson on our side, uh, we want to make sure that we can provide them with any information or answer any questions they might have. We have, you know, we just opened uh, a new call center in Ocala, Florida um, last February. And uh, we have about 150 people uh, that are on the phones that we train, uh, spend a lot of time going over product knowledge, and uh, they're there to help people. And, you know, roughly a third of our sales come in over phone and chat because people want extra help that most websites don't spend the time providing. So a real differentiator for us is the ability to get a human on the phone who can answer your questions, so you can walk you through any, you know, you know challenges you might think you would have around doing it yourself or asking for combinations of product that work. So are you trying to tell us that Amazon doesn't have a call center for, uh, (laughs) right? (laughs) I'm looking at some of your, your, uh, some more of your articles going down here. Here's a one that I think would be one of those questions that might not be easy to to, to come across answer. Best tonneau cover for kayaks and canoes, right? So if I'm, if I want a bed cover to keep my stuff secure or dry, 
How do I also use my bed cover to, to carry some you, of the bigger you, objects? No, you can't. Well, right here. No. They tell you how. No, no, you can't. Well, you know, Lightning, if you go to realtruck.com to their blog section, you you might be educated. What? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, most people, you know, are using these things to go hunting and fishing, camping. I mean, a truck has so many different uses. And uh, there's a lot of specialized product out there that if you don't go looking for it, it's not going to find you. And so we, you know, we try to mix up our content that we send out to people through email, uh, what we put on the site. Uh, we just went through a big work truck campaign. We sell a lot of stuff uh, to people who are contractors um, who just want to maximize their vehicle's usage uh, when they're out on the job site. And then, you know, they turn around and they hitch up their, you know, their fifth wheel to it and they take it camping on the weekends. And so people are using these things in many different ways. You know, I find here, uh, Greg, is that a lot of websites, a lot of e-com sites will start a blog and then they'll just have maybe five, six, seven posts, and then they don't really hire anyone to maintain it. So it just dies <laughs> off. So you look at the blog post and it says like uh, August 1st, 2004. You know, that was the last entry. You guys are current up to the day. You're posting content nonstop. You know, it, it's you don't just carry Fab Four bumpers, for example. You're explaining yeah. why you chose Fab Four bumpers, which I think is pretty interesting. And you're explaining how to choose from your Warren Winch. So uh, that's that takes a monumental amount of effort. The other thing is, yeah. uh, I was going to say real quick, that is with your truck life categories, um, your stories that you have are broken down by how people use their trucks. So off-roading, camping, hunting, fishing, tailgating, work truck, and water sports. So you can really kind of get that you know lower funnel with that exact um, activity you like to use your truck for and see how other people have outfitted their trucks for that kind of Lower work. funnel. Explain that to our non-e-com friendly people. Those are people ready to buy. Yes. <laughs> Think of the buying yeah. process as a giant funnel. The people at the big, wide top mouth of the funnel are just kind of sniffing around and, and curious, and the people down at the bottom say, quick, give me my money. I they, just don't know what to spend it They've got the wallet on. open, yeah, right? They're ready to spend. Yes. Yeah. Hey, Greg, yeah. what's your background? Like, are you a truck guy? So I I have been a truck guy on and off, and uh, I but I've I've not from the industry. Um, when I came to Truck Hero, I was uh, at Staples for six years, actually running Staples.com. So, you know, paper and ink and toner, very different business. And before that, uh, spent time at Groupon and Amazon and Best Buy. So, wow, uh, yeah, a lot, a, lot of ecom. Yeah, tell me you have yeah, got some I'm stock a, options a, there, buddy. Retail. I'm a retail ecom guy at heart. But you know, the funny part is when when a recruiter called me about Truck Hero. Uh, one, had never heard of the company before, and two, uh, quickly realized that as she described the products that they sold, I had four of them on my Raptor and had no idea. And, and you and had a Raptor. And I had a Raptor. Which right and, there is uh, legit. Truck guy! And, and it, was, it, was, it was kismet because uh, I was quickly like, man, I love those products. And, and quickly realized that, you know, Truck Hero and, and Real Truck and what we sell, you know, it's, it's 30 plus different brands of products that that have been assembled over the last 15 years. And it's great stuff. I mean, it's most of it's made in the U S it's handcrafted. It's great. Um, it's, it's leading product in the industry. And, uh, that's what makes it such a joy to sell. I mean, anything's a joy to sell versus paper. Uh, but <laughs> well, I don't know. There's times where you need, Lightning needed a, a notepad, and the office here was closed, and so he was writing on his arms for about three weeks. So at that point, paper was really important to him. <laughs> but tell me, you got yeah. free tickets to like Staples Center in downtown LA, right? I mean, uh, yeah. Well, we were based in uh, in just outside of Boston, so getting to LA was uh, a little bit of a fall. 
Ouch. Yeah. And it's not even yeah, Staples Center anymore. No, it's now it's Crypto.com yeah. or some weird thing like that. Yeah. Which I'm sure will go belly up <laughs> at, at some point. But then they said it was like 10 years or something. It's doesn't like, matter. It's like, it just, just not right. Ain't going to work. Yeah, so, right. you know, when when I first learned about Real Truck and its affiliation with uh, Truck Hero, I just thought, oh, that's just going to be their e-com site that they're going to sell all of their in-house brands. Not the case. You don't own yep. Warren and, you, and you're a huge Warren dealer. Yep. Yeah, so it's, you know, what we're trying to do is we're trying to just build a, a site that reflects all of the great brands that have some value to add to the industry. We're not out there shopping for everybody who can call up a factory and slap a, a brand logo on a, on a product. And that's what a lot of marketplaces have turned into today, and it's very, very hard to shop. So one of the things I've always valued uh, from retailers is... You know, having a perspective, having a, a way of viewing the world that expresses itself through the products and the brands that you select to sell. So you'd say that uh, you're uh, you're curating your brands so that you yeah. are basically uh, targeting a certain kind of customer, and that's somebody who is interested in not the lowest rung, you know, cheapest way to get into it, but somebody who's looking for quality or performance or those name brands that resonate and, and makes that truck experience even better. Yeah, you know, we want people who value, you know, who value having someone out there looking out for them and, and saying, hey, these are high quality products that we stand behind that we would put on our own vehicles. That's really what it comes down to. Can you explain rapid ship to us? Because that's obviously yeah. a big part of your uh, e com experience on realtruck.com. Let me guess. Yes. It's fast. Well, <laughs> let's talk. Let's go a little more in depth than that. Yeah. So, what, I mean, one of the things I noticed in, in, in joining this industry was that there was a lot of emphasis placed on drop shipping. And, and you know, for the people who don't know what drop shipping is, it's basically when the manufacturer ships the product directly to the consumer without really the seller being in the midst of touching that product along its journey, um, which is great from a business perspective of not having to own that inventory in the meantime. And that's why it's so popular. The downside of that is is that you don't get to control the experience very well and so what we found is that we had you know very good suppliers and we had some suppliers who would get around to shipping things when they wanted to um and we wanted to guarantee our customers a much better experience and you know customer expectations are constantly evolving and getting higher uh you know amazon has influenced a lot of that over the past uh 20 years and so we knew that we needed to be able to control the experience to make customers super happy with their purchasing decision when they decided to give us a chance and so we've we've invested in a, a distribution network i was actually i just got back from salt lake city today where we've opened our, our latest uh, distribution center just two weeks ago and put in another 230,000 square feet there to be Holy able to serve macros. West Coast customers. Two thirty. Yeah, that's, so, that's big, by the yeah. way. If you don't know how big that is, that's that's real big. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So we, I mean, we've been outgrowing our facilities uh, just in the last couple of years. We've gone from almost stocking almost nothing three years ago to fulfilling about two thirds of what we sell today. And that's continuing to climb. And every wow. time we add more selection to what we sell, we just make customers happier and happier. And we're, you know, we're tracking that through surveys and um, sure, repeat customers. Yeah, we can we can see customer happiness growing. How, how would a customer use your your low price guarantee if they were to go? Let's say they they love Real Truck, they had a great experience, so they go back to you, and they are you know looking online and they see you know another vendor that has something you know a little bit 
cheaper or, or more affordable, you have that best price guarantee. Is that something that they just call and say, hey, love you guys, but these guys are a little bit more affordable or how's it work? Yeah, it's, typically it's just all over the phone or chat. And, uh, but, you know, we watch pricing online closely. Um, we believe that we're competitively priced all the time, but occasionally something moves and we, we're happy to take care of customers in that regard. Uh, all they have to do is just let us know. How do you view all the mom and pop, the, Joe's Truck Shack, you know, and he's got a, a little Shopify web store that he's set up for 50 bucks and he's hawking parts and he's doing drop ship and you're competing against him and he doesn't know at the onset, you know, he's looking at you. He's got one tab of Chrome open and another tab uh, on you and one tab on, on, you know, on, on Joe's truck shack. Um, how, how do you win his business the, that, the, the, the first time? And, and, and tell me about that dynamic, like trying to like stomp out all those little dudes that are just drop shipping that really, you know, they've just got a corrugated steel building, and, he, and to the consumer, he, he looks kind of like you. This is very specific. Is your Uncle Joe? Yeah, I do <laughs> you have Joe, and he's got the truck shack. <laughs> sounds yes. like a very specific uh, example you're, yeah. you're uh, suggesting there. He's in Des Moines, <laughs> okay. yep, he's and he's struggling. Yeah. <laughs> okay, gotcha. Uh, well, they absolutely, they absolutely exist. And, and, and uh, I, I would say this. There's always going to be a customer who only cares about transactional value, right? Just getting the lowest price or you know, really searching out for that. And we'll, we sell to plenty of those customers, but who we're really after is someone who cares about, you know, they care about a brand that can be a part of a community. They care about a brand that represents who they are, how they use their truck. And, you know, we want to build a lifestyle brand that, that people are proud to, like, put our logo on their trucks. Uh, they want to they wanna belong to something that's bigger. And so that's why, you know, a lot of the investments we've made over the past year have really been towards, you know, changing almost all of our marketing over to to continuing to build that uh talking about the lifestyles talking about you know meeting people where they're at and the usage of their vehicles uh and then finding ways to drive higher engagement with customers just through you know talking to them the way that they want to the, the way that they want to converse with us so that's really the difference i mean there's the the the, the fly-by-night operator who's you know selling out of their garage is not going to be able to build a brand that big or that compelling. And there's not a lot of people focused on brand building in our space to that extent. And that's how we're going to separate ourselves from the pack. So it's interesting, you know, looking at the, the Amazons of the world and, and a lot of these e-com sites, they're all e-com in that they don't have phone numbers. In many cases, they don't have email addresses. It's yeah. customer service at you know, truckshack.com or whatever. And because they've made whatever investment they can make into the digital world. And humans are expensive. Humans, you know, uh, they come with benefits <laughs> and medical and, 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 and all those things. You've done the opposite. You said, no, we're going to double down on people because people need conversation. They need belonging, right? They absolutely do. And they, and they, they love talking to our salespeople. I mean, there's, you know, just like we're having a conversation here, people love to get on the phone and talk about their vehicles. They're proud of them. They want to talk about how they're used. They want to talk, you know, especially when it comes to things like wheels and tires, right? Like, Hey, what, you know, what should I put on this to get the most out of my off-roading or, you know, can it take, can it, can my truck do this stance without rubbing? I mean, there's so many, detailed questions that are really hard to service well on the web at scale that, yeah, that's, that's part of the community and relationship building as well Is we have, we have people who call us back and ask for salespeople by name. 
because they've loved the interaction. They trust them. Uh, they want to continue that relationship. Hey, Bill, I'd really like to sell you some more parts today, but uh, I've got like five other people on the phone waiting for me. <laughs> I, I make my commission here. Yeah, but I want to tell you about my grandkids. Yeah. I'm really proud of Bobby. Yeah. Or they call up and they want to talk about a truck they don't own yet. You know or, what I mean? Or the, or the one that well, they, they wish they had. Yeah, that's getting more. That's getting to be more and more the case, isn't it? I mean, yeah, uh, I wish I wouldn't sold that old Chevy back in 2015. Great truck, great truck. Yeah. <laughs> Well, speaking of uh, people and making connections, you guys have an initiative called the uh, Real Truck People. Could you uh, walk us through that a little bit? I mean, Real Truck People is is basically the, the community that we were trying to build, right? We we believe that our culture internally is made up of Real Truck People, like authentic people who love vehicles, who love customers, um, and who want to invite others to be a part of that community. And so that's that's really what we're trying to build. When we say we're real truck people on the website, that's what we're talking about. We're not we're not just a couple of you know coders in a garage hawking parts. We are people who love the space. We love being in the space, um, and we want to be supportive of the community and 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 uh, build out something special. You know what's funny about the, the English language is that one apostrophe can change everything. What's that? Whereas you guys are, we're real truck people. Mm-hmm. Lightning, on the other hand, without the apostrophe between the we and his, were, were re- real truck people <laughs> back when he used to have a truck. Ouch. Yeah, well, I have one on order, but uh, I'm still truckless. <laughs> I'm, I'm just saying. It's like, painful. I, yeah. I, I drove a truck here. Don't own it, but I, I drove one. I drive one every day. Don't own them. Yeah, it's painful. <laughs> we're and we're. You know, I, I think realtruck.com it leaves a hole in my heart because the one thing they don't have are Fox aluminum spanner wrenches for Fox. <gasps> there they are. I thought you were going to say the truck chances? nuts. No. I was trying to set it up. The joke didn't work. But, no, uh, it didn't. Because they have something that's like, how specific is that? Fox aluminum spanner wrenches. Hey, they have Fox over truck. a million parts, Lightning. Because they have the square footage to, to hold it up in freaking <laughs> yeah. Salt Lake, apparently. No kidding. I wanted to talk about, maybe this is a little bit inside baseball, but, you know, we were talking about um, Amazon, and Amazon is basically the the world's largest logistics company, right? Yeah. And, and they have retrained the world. You touched on it for just a second that if they don't have it and I can't get it the next day, I'm going to go somewhere that can get it to me the next day. And it feels like the whole world has had to respond to that. As you've got your rapid ship and and how you've been at several other, or well, not only that, e- but the e-com- customer being trained to expect that now, it's it's got to suck. It really has yeah. to be tough because you just can't. You on the parts that you make, you've got a better advantage, I would assume, right? That, that uh, mm-hmm. Truck Hero offers well, so many, or great the ones brands. at the distribution centers within a day's delivery zone. Right, 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 and then. Um, I, I'm just curious how that plays out. Like, how do you keep that customer that wants something you can't get in in 24 hours? Yeah, so I think I think there's a couple of there's a couple of things in there. Speed isn't always everything. I think ultimately the number one thing that customers expect is promises kept, right? And so to the extent that the promise is better, right, that you can keep bringing delivery speeds down from two days to one day to, you know, 15 minutes, who knows, a drone is going to be dropping off, you know, truck bed covers in your lawn soon. That would be um, weird. That would be a little strange. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Although we have an Amazon distribution center in my neighborhood and the robots are on my sidewalk. They're tra- They're training them right now and it's freaking weird. Are you serious? Yeah, there's two dudes yeah. walking with the little Amazon robot what, what on the sidewalk. What does it look like? Like a yeah, so little, four-wheeled robot. It's a little four-wheel car, like an RC car? Like yeah, how but big? bigger. 
But how big? I don't know, like four feet by three feet by two feet or something. Okay. It just ro- and Could like, you sit on it I, and they would take you for a ride? I guess, but I don't want them in my neighborhood. I like my mailman and my UPS man. You're so old school. I know, I am. That's why I like real trucks. I want a, I want a, I want a, a real He's truck. He's not to putting robots in my neighborhood. He may, he may, <laughs> if it'll get a tonneau cover to you faster. <laughs> yeah. Honey, what Sweet. is that? That's my drone from real truck. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so no, no, no on the drones yet, but uh, we're 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 focused on being able to to increase the the rapid trip promise so that people know if they order by three p.m., it's getting out that day. Like we will make sure it gets on a truck and is on their way to them, and they have a tracking number. And so uh, that's really helped, uh, you know, with keeping that promise. People love it. Like one, they're surprised at something so large. I mean, we ship a lot of large stuff compared to what the typical order is from somebody like an Amazon or a Walmart or a Target, these, right? These bumpers are massive and heavy. Yeah. Yeah. And so most people, you know, shockingly enough, give us a little bit more grace in the fact that they think that something large should take a long time. Um, and so when we, it shows up on their door one or two days later, they're, you know, it's, it's shock and awe, you know, Hey, how did this, how did you guys manage to get it here? So we're, we're focused on making sure that we deliver when we, when we set a promise or delivery expectation or shipping expectation that we live up to it. And, you know, customers also care about knowing when it's going to arrive because these are not easy things to hide on a porch. Right. You know, there's a lot of uh, uh, fear about, you know, having packages sitting outside, you know, the, there's there's uh, porch bandits. <laughs> People that they're gonna have to come in teams UPS of four bands. to move some of these products, yeah. though. Yeah, yeah. So so like you know, knowing that it's gonna show up on Friday, and hey, that's you know that day I'm gonna make sure you know that I that I watch my ring camera for the FedEx guy to show up and and then come home and put it in my garage, right? Um, so there's a, there's a lot of that consideration, and really what we're trying to do is just make sure that. We're meeting or exceeding people's expectations, but I don't, you know, I think at some point, not everybody needs it right, right now. Um, and uh, Speak for yourself, buddy. Yeah, <laughs> I, I know. We're so it, impulsive. It, it, yeah. <laughs> but we're, you know, we're trying to deliver as fast as we can in a, in, in a, in a responsible way uh, for the size and the, you know, the size and the weight of the products that we're actually shipping yep. most of the time. Well, well, bless you for not delivering to- uh, toner to my house anymore, and now it's truck parts because I, I like you a lot more now. Much more fun. Much more fun. <laughs> yeah. Hey, um, Greg, can we talk about real builds? Explain to me how this started, and you've got yeah. a, a crazy large community of real trucks lot of like all over the place i'm looking at broncos and toyotas and and new old you name it like everything so how did that start and where's it going because this is cool because i can click into they've all got like little cute names you know just a little fun by joseph f you know, and then he lists all of his parts. You know, it's a 2018 Ram 2500. And you can drill down to six four bed, to crew cab, black. People with your truck yeah. are uh, how they're building it, so you can get some ideas. But I'm digging it. Like he's he's listing like he's got their 35 inch tires by 12 and a half. Like he's telling you what he has on his truck. So if I like the look, I can just Replicate click here and buy it. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, the, the idea came about by observing what people do. I mean, there's a lot of truck people on Instagram and other social platforms posting pictures of their vehicles, wanting to share it with the community. And we just thought it'd be really cool to be able to share it in a way where it's, you know, it's a dedicated group of customers who are into this stuff because they're active purchases, right? They're buying off of our site. Um 
They're sharing how they're using the product, helping to inspire other customers. And then we're trying to make it as easy as possible to replicate things that people like when they're viewing the photos, right? So we're allowing customers to tag the products they're using, making it very easy for someone to click on it and go check out the product for themselves. Uh, and ultimately, we just we want to build a place where people can vote. You know, there's thumbs up and, uh, you know, thumbs up and down on the photos, uh, build, uh, you know, contests in for who's got the, the coolest build. That would suck to and get thumbs down. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, you do have bad taste, Lightning. I don't. I have great taste. What? Are you kidding me? I have amazing taste have, when it comes to trucks. You have bad taste in your own taste. No, <laughs> I have great taste in my great taste. We should each put a build of our own on realtruck.com yeah? and see who gets the Absolutely. most upvotes. Let's and then you have a just, contest. Well, you just like pick our favorite build from no, that, that we our find? own personal ones, and then put them up and see if you uh, your truck is better or my truck is better. My loved. trucks are better, but our our listeners would clown mine. Of course they would. But my, my taste is still better, <laughs> just better than theirs. Have you ever thought that you might be the lowest common denominator? <laughs> um, I, I I like to I like to refer to myself as the LCD. Yes. <laughs> as you can hear, we like having a little bit of fun here on the truck show. Yeah, podcast. sorry about that, Greg. We uh, take a little couple of sides here and there. No, it just sounds like another day in our office. Yeah, we see, like we're, we're truck guys. Well, one of us is. <laughs> right. How dare you? <laughs> How dare you? Well, dude, uh, you're doing the Lord's work over there, Greg. We appreciate it. There's a lot of hard work in this website. You know, everyone thinks it's just, oh, just do some code. It's just a little bit of HTML and get some parts and put it in a warehouse and sell it. It's a freaking monumental task. And to keep it um, all the connective tissue, to make it fun to to shop. To keep it like updated. That, that's well, not just updated. Like you have to or you're not going to sell any parts. But to make a site today that's fun to shop is hard. And you've pulled it off. We're trying our best. It's it, it is absolutely hard, and, and uh, it gets more challenging, literally every day. Uh, but that's what keeps it interesting too. And you know, truck shortages and everything else make make life interesting. And it just means we have to be creative and and how we reach customers who are out there, you know, stuck with the same truck because they can't get a new one, and figuring out how to help them, you know, get more out of that vehicle that they're going to be hanging on to for another year. Or I was going to say but, that's just uh, more opportunity to sell more more parts for his old truck to keep it uh, yeah. interesting for him, right? Yeah, and I'm, I'm, Sean. I'm actually. Uh, if if you, I don't know what you're waiting for, but I'm. Uh, I just, I just got my 2022 F-150 Lightning reservation put in. So at Motor Trend, we also ordered uh, one for the office. Um, so I, I'm, I think ours is probably in the same, the same pool. So hopefully, uh, we'll get yep. it here. And I'm wondering, will they have the, um, the tank crawl or whatever they're calling it? No, they just, they said. I saw an article today that, uh, that they wanted succumbing to the pressure. To make it do that, you're are you thinking about Rivian? No, Rivian's the one who came out with the negative, uh, the my friend. Spin. I'm t- I'll show you the article. Okay, we'll, we'll put it in truck news. Yeah, Rivian won't do it right now because of liability. They uh, they are the first ones to show tank turn. Uh, GM is do GMC is doing it with the uh, the Hummer EV with crab walk, mm-hmm. and uh, that's the cool thing is uh, on all these vehicles that have motors f- per wheel, you can do a lot of really interesting things that you can't do with the traditional. Ice uh, vehicle, so it, it's going to be interesting. What what are you guys going to do with uh, with the EV trucks? I'm guessing you probably are ready to jump in and em- embrace those with the aftermarket because it'll be to me. It's interesting to see Rivian, for example, what happens with the aftermarket. They're selling it as the adventure truck, but most of the accessories are ones that they have in house that you can build into the factory build or the financing. 
and I'm waiting to see who's going to be the first to jump on the Silverado, the Hummer, the Lightning, the Rivian, uh, because it's it's going to be a gold rush, I think. You know, obviously, these are well-heeled buyers who are going to want to stand out from everybody else's EV trucks. Yeah, obviously, our, our, our R&D and product development teams have been on it for quite a while now. We've got a, a slate of really cool products coming out. We're also involved with the OEMs themselves, and, and some of those products you're seeing on the trucks are ours, uh, which is nice. Uh, but we, you know, the great part, at least about the F one hundred and fifty, is it's just like any other F one hundred and fifty bed. So all the stuff. I, same stuff you're right. I, I think that's what's smart about what Ford did versus, you know, Ford basically took an F one hundred and fifty and electrified it. So the parts that are F one hundred and fifty are the parts you're familiar with. And again, the bed is an F one hundred and fifty bed. So all those accessories work. Whereas you go to the Silverado, yeah. which is on the skateboard Ultium platform, and it's a complete, you know, unibody uh, t- style vehicle, and it's going to have to have all new accessories. So those owners of those trucks, the Cybertruck and even the Rivian, are going to have to wait for the aftermarket to catch up. And a lot of times, if you aren't in bed with the manufacturer creating their genuine accessory product line, you have to wait till you can buy one. And demand is is so high that it's going to be a slow trickle as uh, aftermarket companies finally get there so they can start making product for it. So it's it's going to be interesting to see what happens in the accessory game here in the next uh, year to, to two years. I mean, you guys are going to have to go. It's mostly going to be uh, utility and decorative. I mean, you're going to have to get out of the cold air intakes and exhaust pipes, obviously, right? So <laughs> that, I mean, that's going to hurt. Unless you want one just well, right, I don't rattling know. around. I mean, you know, those batteries get awful hot. We might have to have some, like, cold air induction <laughs> into the battery pad. There you go. Uh, I gotcha. Uh, yeah, I'm sure I'm sure people will get creative with that. I, I, I think that there's going to be opportunities we can't yet see because there's going to be problems to solve that we don't yet know about, yeah, right? Yeah, for there's, sure. There's not millions of miles on these vehicles on the road yet. So um, it's going to be it's going to be a fun time. I mean, there's there's a lot of things that you can do with one of these vehicles that you couldn't do before, too. And just thinking about like tailgating applications and having a battery that lasts a week, you know, that you can plug in all these devices to in, in new ways. So we're really thinking about how we can showcase the capabilities of these vehicles um, and give people ideas. You can get 300 miles to a charge or charge your iPhone 18,000 times. <laughs> <laughs> or, or you know, have, have a man cave on wheels that you just, you know, take tailgating with. Dude, you. you don't have to have the gas blender anymore for your margaritas. You no, just, you just plug, plug it in. in. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. Hey, so, Greg, are you trading your Raptor in for the Lightning? Or what's your – how did you get into the Raptor? I got into the Raptor because I was living in Massachusetts, and I just wanted to just bomb through the snow. You know, because <laughs> that seems exactly like where I would envision Raptor territory. Nope, hundred percent. Yeah, we nope. we didn't have we didn't have deserts, uh, and there was no sand. But man, that that snow mode came in really really handy. I bet uh, big, big tires and everything. So yeah. Um, yeah, just trying to switch it up. You know, I, I'm trying to experience as much of the truck uh, community as possible, too. And so, we, you know, we've got a fleet of vehicles at the office we use for photo shoots. As you mentioned, we shoot all of our own, you know, content. Uh, we have multiple studios that we do that in. And, uh, so cycling vehicles out is it's part of the fun, right? Getting to experience all these different uh, all these different trucks and how they're used. Except, so. except for the guy who had it before. He spilled soda all over the console and everything. <laughs> sticky. Oh, yeah. Stupid Dave. Yeah. Dave always, he always spills his soda Why? or his coffee. Why is it Dave? Every it's time. always Dave. Yeah. Always Dave. Never, guys, listen. If you're listening to the show, mm-hmm. never follow Dave in the driver's seat of anything, okay? Just a pro tip. Now, why, why Dave, though? Just, just, Dave's always do that. Mm. I don't know what it is about Dave's, but they're messy in the car. They got their old French fry bags and things like that. Mm-hmm. It's awful. It always smells like smoke when Ed leaves. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. I, I don't see Ed smoking, but it always smells like smoke. I don't know how he... <laughs> really? It's a, it's a mystery. Yeah. <laughs> it's very strange. All right. Well, Greg, uh, 
If you guys are listening, everybody, realtruck.com is where you're going to go. And and I said get lost, and I meant that in a very positive way, you know, just like- Are you still reeling from that? <laughs> I, that's I been bothering like, you this whole interview, hasn't it? Me. It bothered me that I think I insulted him accidentally, which I do so often. Greg, this is what we call accidentally offensive for lightning. He does it on no, a regular basis. I, I do it very okay. often. But so what I like, so Greg, we go. you go to the desert to get lost. You know what I mean? Like, not actually. Listen, like, he does place. it. He understands. Just no, stop. I'm going to unreal it no, completely. You're, now you're making this awkward. No. You're making awkward for Greg. You're making it awkward for our listeners. Listen, if you guys want to go to Real Truck, uh-huh. it's realtruck.com. You can follow them at Real Truck. Or, hey, here's something. Mm. If you want to talk to a live human and have them walk you through your truck accessory purchase and learn a little bit, they have real people on the other side of a phone. So, 844-947-0149. That's 844-947-0149. You guys can actually call, whether it's uh, for sales or service. As uh, for Greg. <laughs> yeah, ask for Greg. Greg will be happy to walk you through. All your of a sudden, experience. he's got three hundred calls in the queue. <laughs> yeah, what right. happened? Hey, and if, if if you like your thumbs to do the talk, and then we we have a, a lot of people on chat too who are happy to walk you through that. Perfect, That's awesome. Well, we appreciate your time, and uh, looks like you guys are just killing it with the uh, the website. And again, we'll encourage all of our uh, Truck Show podcast listeners if you guys are in the market for some uh, high quality truck accessories that you can get quick. Uh, head over to realtruck.com. Awesome, Thank you. thanks guys. Thank you. Greg. All right, you guys. Thanks, it. Greg. All right, homie. Before we get into the uh, news, what do you think of my uh, my lack of facial hair? It's pretty dumb. I looking, wasn't even right? gonna bring it up. Yeah, pretty silly, huh? I asked you when I saw you mm-hmm. when I picked you up at your house today if this was your attempt to remind your family why you have a goatee, <laughs> because my face is equally as awful underneath. Yeah. And about every five years, I'm forced to remind them by shaving it off, and they go, oh, no, 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 bring it back, bring it back. Dude, my uh, my youngest could not stop laughing. He FaceTimed his older brother, and they laughed. They giggled and giggled, and they could not, they just couldn't get well, over it. And that, it was no different than when listen, my father, my father had the- uh, That's rich for two boys who can't grow facial hair, though. Yeah, that's true. My father, my whole childhood had a- um, the uh, fireman stash. Yes, you know, and then one day was it curled in the corners. No, like rolly finger style. No, 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 not He just it was like more like a like a porn stash. You know. No, and, I don't know. And then uh, he shaves it off one day, and I I couldn't get over how much like skin was on his face. <laughs> I'm like, what? It's just you look like a giant yeah, baby. I, I'm trying not to look at you. Yeah, it's weird, huh? Well, I'm growing it back. By five o'clock this afternoon, it'll be back. Like all of it. Oh, you mean by the time people are listening to this episode in two uh-huh. weeks? Yep, yep. I'm it. like a chia pet, like mm-hmm. a human chia pet. Uh, not really. Yep. If you just uh, if you t- push on my back and add water and, and add put, water, put it just mud, grows mud, right out of my face. Mud and seeds on your face. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> you want to get into some news? Sure. And <laughs> ditch this facial hair topic. Well, I think that is news. We can't top that. <laughs> What's new in trucks? We need to know. What's new in trucks? We need to know. What's new in trucks? We need to know. Lifted, lowered, and everything in between. What's happening in the world of trucks? Oh, wow, 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 wow. I just said <laughs> what happened. I had a freestyle. Because yeah, you weren't going to do a uh. You don't know that. I did know that. I changed it at the last second. Because I look at your hey, breathing pattern. Hey, Lightning. Hey, Lightning, did you hear? What? No. No, I did not. There's a uh, bolo out for Lightning's facial hair. A uh, bolo? What's a bolo? Uh, be on the lookout for. Oh. And uh, keep in mind that uh, what has replaced him is a uh, giant <laughs> head <laughs> face. I feel so dumb. I feel just like I look stupid. Huh, that's like, interesting you say that. <laughs> Maybe you should keep it off all the time. Are you saying you're self-aware now? Uh-huh, I'm very self-aware. <laughs> the uh, Skynet is now self-aware? Mm-hmm. Okay. Hey, uh, Lightning, did you hear? Again? 
Well, that was the news. Was your oh, facial hair yeah. missing? Oh, okay. No, 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 no. No, I've not heard. Uh, Land Rover has uh, decided to come out with a Land Rover Defender th- 130 to join the 110 and 90, which means it'll be a eight seat version. Super long. Holy mackerel. And uh, you can see uh, photos of that over at uh, motortrend.com. Who's that for? For uh, someone who doesn't want a Suburban? Pretty much. I'd say so. Yeah, somebody who wants something. Because it's kind of like in between size, a little bit smaller than That's got to be, that's going to start at 110 then. And you want the cachet of a a Land Rover product. Do we know? We don't know price. Uh, It's got to be easy above a buck. Oh, yeah, for sure. Okay. Uh, basically, it retains the same general styling, um, but the 130, even though it has the same 119-inch wheelbase as the 110, overall length is now 13 inches longer. That's what she said. Looks like the uh, Defender 130 is going to have a 233 seating configuration. So that, wait, wait, 233. Yep. Okay, got it. On, right. the, on the 110, the back row is only two people wide. So It'd be cooler if wide. it had a 2232. Two, two. So my guess is that they moved past the wheel well uh-huh. to make it wider, right? So it's longer, same wheelbase. So the wheel well is now in front of the rear seat instead of the rear seat being on top of it. Yeah. Got so it. that way you can go, go wider. The 110. Starts at fifty four seven fifty, uh, the V eight powered version of the one ten base price is one twelve. So, um, whew. yeah, yeah. So it's a uh, it's a lot of British pounds right there. Yeah, both ways. Hey, Lightning, did you hear? No, no, I did not. Uh, sadly enough, uh, NHTSA estimates U.S. traffic deaths reached a NHTSA s- National Highway Highway Traffic. Wait, when you say NHTSA, like I expect it to be like an NI, but it's not. It's, it's not. NHTSA. Estimates U.S. traffic deaths reached a uh, 16-year high in 2021, with 42,915 people losing their lives. Do you know why? A passenger or behind the wheel. Do you know why, I bet? People can't drive? I'm going to theorize. No, because uh, during COVID, there was less traffic and people were hauling balls. Yep, and now that there's traffic, they haven't slowed down. Yep. Uh, it says, uh, the figure represents a 16-year high, which is a 10.8% increase from Ooh. 38 824 in 2020. Uh, that's freaking crazy. That's a big. That's a big thing. So hey, everybody, just just slow down out there a little bit. All right. So speaking of speed, let's say that last weekend I met up with some guys from OC Autobahn, and we met at a mall in the parking lot at 8:30 on a Sunday morning, and it was a bunch of it was Dodge, it was a Hellcats, and there was a McLaren and a and, a, and the electric Porsche. I think it's called a Taycan or Taycan. And uh, all these amazing muscle cars. Let me stop you there really quick, because I think I know the direction this is going. Can I ask you, would you say the age group was from 35 to 45? No, younger. I think it was- Younger in all those cars? 27 to 35. Hmm. Yeah. Because that age group is projected to have a 15% increase in deaths from driving fast. (laughs) Yes. Well, so I'm not going to get into great detail. I will just say that this group was speedy. They moved, and I didn't know that my car could go as fast as it did. All right, let me save you from yourself. Lightning, yeah. did you hear? I mean, no, no. No, I did not. So the uh, the venerable Toyota Land Cruiser 70 series, mm-hmm. which was produced for the first time, uh, it had to be, I don't know, 30 years ago? 40 years ago, maybe. Uh, 2024 will be its 40th anniversary. Wow, on the 70 series. 70 series. And it is uh, the Toyota that refuses to die. 
And you might think about it. So, uh, so the J70 replaced the 40 series, the FJ40, back in 1984. And you might think, well, that's a long time for a vehicle, and and you know, just hanging on. And Toyota builds a couple of them a year because there's a little bit of demand. These and the are the these are hand built, correct? Aren't these the these hand built ones? These are Land Cruiser, so they should be built in Land Cruiser City in Japan. Okay. There's a two year wait list for a brand new 70 series. Two years. That doesn't surprise me. For a car that's almost 40 years old. Yeah, but those cars are cooler than they've ever been. Don't you think? Well, they're super cool. They're rad. In the Australian market, uh, Toyota still updates the off-roader. They've made it uh, comply with side impact crash regulations. Uh, It's got a pre-collision safety system. It's got, you know, uh, pedestrian cyclist detection. Uh, It's had a 200-pound increase in gross vehicle mass, which is their gross vehicle weight rating. Uh, And then uh, it goes... Basically, 7,700 pounds, so it has more payload than it did 40 years ago. But you just look at it, and they're still selling something like 14,000 a year. I don't doubt it. I mean, the Land Cruiser as a as an entire like line of vehicles is is more coveted than it's ever been, I think. Meanwhile, you're talking about replacing the intake to get zero more horsepower or possibly less on your TRX. This Land Cruiser 70 has a 4.5-liter turbo diesel V8 that makes... 202 horsepower and 316 <laughs> pound-feet of torque, backed by a five-speed manual. Yeah. Although now they have a 6.1-inch touchscreen, satellite it, navigation, it, it Bluetooth, has never been about cruise going control, fast. trash control, air conditioning, ABS, stability control, hill start assist, and of course, available diff locks and even a factory snorkel. So, listen, 70 Series is rad, but when I saw that, A, you can still get one in Australia, and B, two-year wait list, that's crazy. I think people just love this, the simple. Yeah. I think they're tired of complex cars, and they're like, that's great. I don't want to throw my car or truck away in 10 years. It's why I love driving our the bank's 2007 Ram 6.7 liter 3500 dually. Because you don't like your lower back or your no, colon. Because No, it's I fixed all that. <laughs> my lower back or my <laughs> colon. colon? You fixed your colon? <laughs> no. I, I fixed the seat, so it's fine now. You Got remember, it. Remember I reposted I do, it, I and, and that made remember. all the difference? I do remember that. It's still not soft, but um, the, the <laughs> You're seat, calling? No, the, <laughs> okay. the seat Check is still it. firmer than I would like. <laughs> Hold on. That's what she said. No, she did, did not say it, that. Yes, she did. She absolutely did. <sighs> she said... That's what she said. <laughs> but that and, didn't happen. And, and, but You're a lying I love, liar who lies. I love that truck because it has no frills. And if I want to play uh, audio from my, from my phone, I have to plug in the aux cable into the eighth-inch mini jack on the face of the radio. I That's, found an aux cable the other day and went, I wonder if Lightning can use this. Uh, I bought three of them on Amazon <laughs> the other day. They were the last three uh, they had left on the shelf? No, they they have. Uh, this is braided, looks nice. It's wow. got a 90 degree at the end. Oh, would you say it's like a uh, Land Cruiser 70 series? It's been upgraded over time. That's, it's but most certainly has. Uber functional. Yep. Hey, Lightning, did you hear? No. No, I have not. Looks like uh, another 40th anniversary coming out of the old Toyota camp is the. Why four- so many old cars and trucks? 40th anniversary special edition 4Runner, which, by the way, that 4Runner platform has been around since about 2010, so it makes it an. Easy, 12 or 13 years old, but <sighs> it's actually kind of cool. It's got the bronze wheels, but it's got the cool Toyota uh, stripe. Hold on. The red, orange, and yellow stripe down the side? Nope, that's not cool. It looks dated. <laughs> but it's supposed to look dated. It, 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 well, they did good that's, job. That was High the point. Toyota, yeah. So you can get a, a 40th anniversary 4Runner on the <clears throat> current platform, and uh, you can get a cool stripe down the side of it. To me, that's a BMW E30. You know what I mean? It just looks like it's just... It, 
it, it's still good looking, but looks dated. It didn't progress. No, nobody asked you. You can get the uh, retro graphics on one of three body colors, white, midnight, black, metallic, and Barcelona red metallic. I don't think it would look good on red at all. No. I think it would not great. So in addition to the stripes are the uh, Toyota Heritage body color grill with matching yellow, orange, and red tricolor, uh, just like every Overlander has bolted on their Tacoma. Uh, and also instead of the uh, Back to the Future pickup truck uh, wheels, you get uh, 17-inch bronze TRD Pro wheels. Uh, and then you get a uh, set of 265-70-17 all-terrain tires, and you get body-colored front and rear bumpers, door handles, heated power, outside mirrors, turn signal indicators, and a bunch of other stuff that uh, you may or may not care about. But you also get a cool little uh, badge on the inside. So there's only going to be 4,040 made. Get it? 4040? I get it. Do you get it, though? Uh, No. What? So, of course, if uh, you want one, you are probably too late because I'm sure every Toyota enthusiast has uh, snatched them up from their local dealer. But... In case you uh, are lucky and you like stripes, they're retro. You can go look on eBay. Still talking about the Forerunner? Hey, uh, Lightning, did you hear? No! No, I did not. The uh, 2022 Ford Bronco Raptor. The Braptor? Braptor, as I coined it many, many years ago, that people think they're being clever and calling it that now. You should have trademarked it. Uh, I probably should have. Gets a city rating of 15 miles per gallon. Ooh. A highway rating of 16 and combined to 15. Yes, that's my man right that's there. That's 133-liter uh, turbocharged yes. V6. Yes. The uh, standard Bronco Sasquatch, by comparison, gets 17 miles per gallon across the board. That's it, awful. Well, that is on. as bad as the TRX. Well, hold on. Gets better. The Ranger-based Bronco Raptor's 3-liter V6 gets the exact same economy ratings as the full-size Raptor F-150 on 37s with the 3.5-liter EcoBoost V6. This in spite of the two vehicles weighing within 10 pounds of each other, if you can believe that. Okay. That's a heavy Bronco, uh, Raptor. And the Bronco Raptor making significantly less torque. It's down uh, 90 foot-pounds and a little less horsepower, down 20 less than the Raptor. That is some awful economy for a turbo vehicle. <laughs> oh, well, I mean, it is a That's, performance. No, I get it, but like... So I think we're going to have to get Mr. Gail Banks on the horn again at some point soon because he had a really good way uh, of explaining why supercharged trucks generally get a piss-poor fuel economy compared to turbo. The road load horsepower that is required, the, the, the horsepower that is required just under normal cruise conditions is significantly more because you're driving the supercharger, whereas the turbos, don't re- they're not leeching. They're not sucking up extra horsepower. Maybe we should have Gail on to explain. Well, that's what I'm saying. We're going to have to call him. But it's, it's pretty interesting that these guys... Ford with the Braptor, like they're getting awful fuel economy. So where's it going? Like why? Uh, well, it's shaped like a brick. It's heavy, and it's tuned for performance. So it's dumping fuel probably has big old injectors in it. All those reasons. Big tires. I mean the whole the whole works. But sixteen. I mean wow. on thirty sevens though. No fifteen. Oh man, fifteen. The so fifteen combined. I, think I mean again, that's like supercharger uh, badness. Yeah, sixteen highway and fifteen combined. Not, not great. Hey, Lightning, did you hear? How about no? No, I did not. Uh, GM has patented dual charging port technology for EV trucks. Dual? So the left and right side of the truck? Well, I think <laughs> the idea is that if you have a massive battery pack, mm-hmm. you could charge with two chargers at once. Oh. And then basically be faster to charge up each battery pack. If wow, it was charging in parallel. Exactly. Holy crap. So uh, split that big battery pack into Seems virtual like you're, you're bits. Seems like you're turning into a bomb at that point. You know what I, I mean? I mean, that's a lot of cables. And the guy at the EV charging station is going to be really pissed off when he pulls up and you're taking up. That's two. like taking up two gas pumps at once. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I mean, it sounds great, 
but you know, let's say you have a 200 kilowatt battery pack. Now you're filling up two 100s rather than one giant 200. Right. Could be smart. What kind of crazy heat are you generating when you're charging batteries like that that fast? Well, it says one port would allow 800 volt charging, while the other would allow 400 volt charging in their patent. So, um, yeah. Yeah. Interesting. We'll don't see, we'll don't touch that. the charger port, my friend. No, or Not with that voltage. That's death. Zzz. That's death. Lightning, did you hear? No. No, I did not. How strong is the EV uh, battery pack on the Hummer? How strong? What do you mean? I mean, uh, could I could I break yeah, into off-road, the- Off-road, if you were to, like, slam down on a rock, are you going to hurt it? Uh, in which vehicle again? The new Hummer EV. Oh, I'm going to say- That weighs 10,000 pounds. I'm going to say that this thing is really strong. I'm saying that if you- dropped it on a boulder, it would not crack in half. When discussing the durability of the battery in the Hummer EV, GM engineers cited various strength-adding characteristics designed to defend the SUV's lifeblood from obstacles. Speaking to the integrity of the battery's armor, it was said that to pierce it, you would have to drop from the air the entire Hummer onto a hardened steel spike. That's okay. That's <laughs> what I meant by the boulder. So, interesting. I'd like to see the battery pack on the press break channel. No, no, no. The uh, What's that channel on YouTube where they take everything and they put under a- uh, Does it blend? No, not does it blend. <laughs> that's, a, that's a good you one. You put a, a Hummer EV in a blender? No. It's a, what do you call that? The, the piston that comes down and squishes everything. Uh, a press. It's a press, like right? One it's ton, a, 10 ton, yeah, 100 the, ton press. Do you watch that, that press channel? I don't. Where it squishes everything? No. Oh, it's amazing. He'll take like paper, a stack of paper- and at a certain point, the paper just explodes, or he'll squish different metals, different rocks, all sorts of stuff. Hydraulic press channel. <laughs> Love it. Hey, Lightning, did you hear? No! I did not. So as you know, uh, we've talked about Stellantis uh, putting the new twin turbocharged straight six hurricane motor mm-hmm. in uh, the Grand Wagoneer, and then obviously it's going to go and replace Hemi in places. Yep. They tell you I'm taking one out? I got... An awesome trip coming up? Yes, you did. In a previous episode, you did mention that, yes. All right, so I will be taking- That you were going to be the first. The Grand Wagoneer. Uh, first taking a long trip. Uh, the one with the top hat, right? The top hat? Yeah, I mean, it's got the belt line, but way too high yes, on it. Sure. Yes, Whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm going to be taking the uh, Grand Wagoneer with the new uh, Hurricane engine mm-hmm. on the entire length of Route 66 from Chicago to Santa Monica. So you did say it that. It should be pretty cool. And it, it, it does strike me again when you say hurricane engine out loud because it seems like a hur- that name should be reserved for like a 700, 800 horsepower engine. Do you realize that the original Jeep straight six was called the Hurricane? No, but again, it still sounds wrong. Uh, it's got twin turbos on it. It can't, can't sound that wrong. It does sound wrong. You are wrong. Hey, listen. The point of all this is General Motors is now cu- currently considering their own twin turbocharged straight six gas engine for its pickup trucks and SUVs. Uh, the engine, uh, it hasn't been uh, uh, finalized yet, but it would make sense. They could uh, build it off of the, I guess, the 2.7 uh, four-cylinder uh, platform, which the upgrades to that, dude, that thing romps. A little four-cylinder in the Silverado? Holy moly. I think that with a 10-speed is what's going in the new Colorado. Which now, is that would be, be nice. Awesome. That would be nice. It's always in the power band. And of course, they've got the three liter straight six LM2 turbo diesel. So I guess it would make sense to have the, uh, the three liter twin turbo gas engine as an option. Now, go through the list here. Uh, Hurricane either makes 420 horsepower and 468 pound feet of torque uh, or 510, 500. 
Wait, what, read that again? So the standard output twin turbo yeah. hurricane, 420 horsepower, 420. 468 torque. Okay. And then the high output 500. is 510, 500. Okay. All right. You look at the 3.5 liter, so half a liter bigger in the Raptor engine, that's 450, 510. And if you're looking at the uh, EcoBoost 3 liter uh, in the Bronco Raptor, Raptor, that's 418, 415. So they're, they're, in the, they're right in the hunt in there with their uh, 3 liter. So I think it makes sense. It'll be interesting. Does that mean it's the death of the small block, though? Is that on the horizon? Seems like everybody's <sighs> dropping V8s like they're hot right now. I don't know. And you heard about Mercedes. Uh, they are. They have announced the the E63 Final Edition. Mm. So that is the. They're calling it the Final Edition. Yeah. Yeah. I just don't. The understand. last of the V8s. How could you have a Silverado and not have a small block available? Seems wrong. Does seem wrong. Yeah. Hey, hey, Lightning, did you hear? Oh, no. I have not heard. I don't think, anyway. Apparently, the uh, window sticker of the new F-150 Raptor R has leaked online. Yes. So it appears uh, that uh, it's going to be coming with everything, including the supercharged V8, uh, Fox Live Valve shocks, the five-link coil sprung suspension that's on the uh, V6, 37-inch all-terrain tires, 10-speed automatic, Drive modes, 410, all the stuff that you expect from a Raptor. Right. Gross vehicle weight rating? Uh, I don't know what the, the current uh, Raptor is, but... Uh, It'll... Uh, I mean, it's... it's, 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 it's According to this window 60, sticker... 7450. Oh, oh. <laughs> wow. A, yeah, that's a big boy. What is a TRX? Uh, I don't know, 7200 maybe? Okay, so they're right there. Somewhere in there? Okay. I'll have to look at the door when we go walk out there. They are, uh, they're heavy. They're weighty. Yes, girthy. And that horsepower again from the R was what? We don't know yet. We're guessing. We, we just know it's 5.2 liter. It's going to be more than the TRX because that's how Ford plays their game. So we'll see. My, and it's weird a 5.2 instead of the TRX, which is a 6.2. Well, it's the 5.2 because that's the architecture that Ford has. No, I get it. Mm-hmm. I, and, and so there's more. There are a lot of guys. I've been hanging on all the TRX forums. And uh, there are guys getting well into the 8s and some into the 9s. With their hot air intakes? With their that, hot air that intakes. look better? Uh, injectors, different pulleys, just basic guys do the upper and lower pulleys. Mm-hmm. And uh, they're getting in the eights. So I'm wondering if Ram will, just for, for 2023, do a minor enhancement on the TRX no. to, I th- I to think, smoke no, the I, new Raptor, or the, think, the, the new Raptor I R. think the emissions, the, the, the jig is up. I think uh, the V8 is gone. I think with new owners of Stellantis, they're less uh, about... Old American Muscle. Dodge has even announced their EV muscle car coming out to replace the uh, Charger and the Challenger. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think those days are behind us. I don't think they have any any desire to. I think there's people within there that that would like to, but I just don't see it happening. They're not going to do a one year emissions deal to get yeah, 780 right. yeah. horsepower. No, you're but, right. You're right. They're not going to worry about one year. No, it's uh, it's done. It'll be the Hurricane, and I wonder if the Hurricane in a TRX. Um, they're obviously not going to be anywhere near 700 horsepower, but will there be a version that tops the 510 that's in the Grand Wagoneer? I don't know. They could. Maybe. Hmm. Hmm. All right. Well, uh, that's it. That's all I got for news. We're done. We're out of here. No, we're not. Uh, nope. You know what we have? Five Star Hotline? Yeah. Oh, come on and be part of the show. Call the Five Star Hotline. 657-205-6105. It's the five star hotline. Five star hotline. 
boys, it's uh, Kevin from uh, out here in Texas, Paradise. Uh, hey, so... I think he said, uh, hi, this is Kevin from out here in Texas, not Paradise. Okay. For those of you uh, trying to or listen all, through all the distortion. Or Paradise. Mm. Oh, okay, or Paradise. I'm a guy, I have a 76 International Scout Traveler. Uh, I drive it around town here on the back roads. We live out in the middle of nowhere. <clears throat> There's this young kid, though, that I've seen... And he's been driving one of those uh, new Nissan Frontiers Red. And I'll tell you, every time I see him, I just, I, I, I've never owned a Nissan. But, man, I think I'm, my kids are like three and four right now. So if I wait a few years or if I need to buy a, a truck, I think I'm going to have to buy one of those things. Uh, the other day he drove, we were kind of next to each other, and I kind of gave him the thumbs up, and then he kind of pointed at the scout and gave me a thumbs up. So this kid's like 16, 17 years old. He must be in high school or something. Look at that. Car culture happening in Texas. Yeah, well, yeah. there's a lot of car culture in love, Texas. Love hearing it. So parents did the right thing and got him a good, reliable truck that's going to last him probably, you know, the rest of his life if he were to keep it. But, uh, you know, just wanted to tell you another thing. Uh, we're at a t-ball game on Saturday, and we were talking to the parents after the game while the kids were playing on the playground. And a uh, topic came up. Family had gone to the Whataburger the night before and uh, waited <laughs> an hour for their food. And so I was like, hey, there wasn't a in and out around, was there? And uh, there wasn't where they were located at. And I said, so let's, let's be honest with each other. We're all born and raised Texans. Uh, what's better? You know, from a burger and fry standpoint, just straight up burger and fry standpoint, yeah. You had about five, six Texans there going, yep, in and out. Mm-hmm. That's, uh, <laughs> that's the ticket. All right, boys. Hope that makes you happy. <laughs> I love me some good in and out burgers. Uh, yeah, you do. If had some chicken, that'd be interesting, wouldn't it? Or All bacon. Right. Five stars. Have a good Monday. Oh, nice. And he gave us some five stars, too. Congratulations. You have earned five stars. And one more from the Five Star Hotline, 657-205-6105. This is a notification call from our Department of Tax Debt and Financial uh, Services. We're not Kelly there Brown. There are Next. new programs that can help you reduce or nope. eliminate Next. debt completely. Oh, wait, wait. She's going to tell no. us how to reduce our no. debt. No, no. I need, Next. I, I need no. to learn Five more Star about Hotline, that. please. <laughs> Lightning, Holman. This is your friend uh, Rich Holdaway up in Hollister. Uh, sorry, I've been a little bit absent. I got pretty sick about a month ago. Wasn't really sure why I was getting sick. Took a lot of doctors and a lot of people and a lot of advice and a lot of help. Um, I'm on the mend. It wasn't, um, uh, what was it, version 51 at this point or version 55 of COVID or whatever we decided. It wasn't that. It was uh, just something in my blood. And anyways, we got it figured out. So I've been a little bit absent from uh, the hotline and from the the messages and such, but just want to pre- just let you guys know how much I appreciate you during a, some pretty dark times going through that process in the hospital and whatnot. It was nice having the Truck Show podcast, and it's just a really good thing to remind you both just how much we appreciate you. And, uh, again, I know I've said it before, but I'll say it real clear. I just appreciate you both more than I can say. Hope you have an awesome day, Lightning, as you uh, work on those um, – those sidewinders there at banks, make sure you mount those parameters. And uh, Holman, just keep being awesome. All right. Love you guys. Bye. All right. I'm going to keep on being awesome. Thanks, Rich. Sorry uh, to hear that you've been sick, but uh, 
Glad uh, he's on the mend. You're on the mend. Yeah. And uh, that's a uh, that's a touchy feely. It's a, that's a warm and fuzzy. I like the warm and fuzzies. The warm and fuzzy. Uh, yeah, yeah. That's. that's uh, <clears throat> um, I don't think that we either. I'll speak for Holman this one time. I don't think that we perceive ourselves as meaning a great deal to you guys. Like we're just background audio as you yeah, drive to work. Yeah, we're white noise. Yeah, we're, we are literally white noise. Yeah, just white noise. We don't even know if we add anything to your day. I mean, we're we, gonna... the way we imagine it, you guys uh, have us on subscribe and on autoplay yeah. and you accidentally, the podcast plays when you get into your car when you're driving and you're thinking about like uh, your... New puppy at home or your... So here's the thing. Uh, I think we would be recording this show even if you weren't listening. It would just be Holman and I sitting in this little uh, hot stink box and uh, just just talking amongst ourselves. Pretty sure that's what we do anyway. Yeah. Well, then some of you just happen to listen accidentally. <laughs> you you but, sneezed and you hit that download button hey. one time and it stuck and now it just downloads to your phone and it starts auto-playing when you get in your car and your truck. But thank you. But thank you. It's awesome. We'll take that free autoplay. All right. I got some uh, reviews here that we uh, haven't done in a while. So why really? Don't you have reviews? Yeah, reviews. Wow. Okay. Of uh, people who don't listen. Wow. So it's been a, oh, wow. It's, I'm excited about this. It's been minutes since we play this intro. Five stars. Five stars. Five stars. Five stars. Five, 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 five stars. Five stars. Right back at That's you, brother. Oh, come uh, on. It's close. It's close. Come on. Like a quarter second off. Oh. It was, it, was not, it was not that good. Try it again. Five stars. Five stars. Five stars. Five, 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 five stars. Five stars. Right back at you, brother. Oh, no, uh, I started at the same time. I'm just saying it faster. Yeah, all right, here we go again. Five stars. Five stars. Come on. Five stars. Five, 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 five. Slow down a little bit. Stars. Five stars. Right back at you, brother. Oh, that was it. <laughs> See, you just had to calm down. Well, because I haven't done it in months. That's what she said. No, stop saying that. <laughs> Not everything requires that response. Yes, it does. No, That's what she said. You're five. <laughs> You're not 55. Yes, I'm not that old. All right, I uh, got one here uh, from uh, Tuva Zeppelin. Tuva Zeppelin. Tuva Zeppelin. Okay. Uh, it says, new truck market? Now, where did where was this uh, five-star review found? Uh, Apple Podcast, and this is uh, from 2FU Zeppelin. 2FU Zeppelin. Or Tuva Zeppelin. Hmm. People, your names are weird. Now is this a Zeppelin fan, like a Led Zeppelin, I or no is idea. this guy really old and he was in the uh, the dirigible no. that went down? No, he was not that old and he was not in a dirigible ever. All right, that would be uh, the Hindenburg, by the way. All right, yeah. uh, new truck market? Couldn't Question come up with the name Hindenburg. Would you let me read the freaking review? This is why <laughs> we get ahead. one. Well, this is why we get one star reviews. Lightning. <laughs> oh no. Solid show, guys. Thanks for being Goombas, but not goons. I've been waffling on the Jeep Gladiator since they first came out. Having 04 Cummins for heavy hauling and big truck stuff, but conflicted on if. Price will ever come back. Uh, my thing would be probably, but not in the next year. I would would be my guess. Agreed. Um, and five stars. Who right. gave us five stars? Good. Got this All one right. uh, from Refrigerator Raider, and uh, says uh, Mojave Road. Learned about the Mojave Road from you guys, and then saw an article about it on Atlas Obscura. Thanks, and keep it going. And uh, that's. Uh, Five stars. Tell yeah. me more about Atlas Obscura. So Atlas Obscura is a uh, basically a website or app, I guess you can go to that has all sorts of like cool, weird, unique places in the world that you really should know about. 
Huh. Which is pretty cool. And so uh, we've talked about the, Ro- the Mojave Road. So, and of course, we did Olaf, which was on site at Goffs for the MDHCA, mm-hmm. which is Goffs, Mo- California. Mojave Desert Heritage and Cultural Association. And uh, we're doing a big uh, membership push for that. So if you guys love the East Mojave Heritage Trail or the Mojave Road, head mm-hmm. to mdhca.org or follow us on Instagram. I just started a new Instagram, at the Mojave Road. Hey, so I gave them my money for uh, my membership. Yep. And then uh, am I supposed to receive something in the mail? Like, yeah, hey, welcome. And yeah, you'll get something at some point. Okay. Probably Is it going to come from you or them out in Goss? Uh, welcome and thank you for being a member. That right. was it? Okay. Uh, I think we read this one a couple ago, but I believe it's funny Why, enough to read again. Really? You sure about that? It, mouthful of stuff from Not Me, and it's one star. The Rapid Speech is Ridiculous, an unlistenable podcast. What a concept. I still think that's a bot. Right? Like, that's not regular English. The rapid, read it again slower. The rapid speech is ridiculous. An unlistenable podcast. What a concept. Like, that's not a person. I don't know. The rapid speech, it is a podcast which is generally just speech. Listen, uh, somebody, some bot is uh, attacking us. So we need you guys. Undo oh. the bots. Give yeah. us, you know, let's, let's blow them out 400 to 1 or something like that. We're at 958 reviews. We're trying to get to 1,000. Come on, people. Please get us to 1,000. Come on. We know we have like way more than 1,000 listeners. We need you. Don't be lazy, guys. Come on. We're in here slaving, sweating over each other. That's It's true. like disgusting man meat in yeah. here. Yeah, whoa, whoa, and, and it's whoa. all easy. for you. It's you all know, for you. Well, easy. E- even though just minutes ago I said we would do this even if you weren't listening, I lied. Okay. <laughs> okay. We need you. Okay. Cam from Michigan uh, <laughs> writes, great show. I started listening this winter while swapping a Blueprint 355 into my 88 S10. Now I listen daily while working my day job, working on irrigation systems. Great show, guys. Keep up the good work. And five, five stars. stars. All right. We need you guys. So uh, head over to uh, Apple Podcasts or the app, throw in a five-star rating, and put in something funny that uh, we would appreciate. We will read it on the air. Also, thanks to all of our listeners who left us a review on Spotify. We're up to 87 five-star rated. Yes. Right on, guys. Yes. Appreciate yes, that. Yes. And thank you to Greg Nelson from Real Truck for not hanging Craig out with Nelson? us. No, still not that. Listen, just because you got one celebrity to come on the podcast <laughs> in the last four years doesn't mean everybody is a celebrity. Mm. <laughs> We need more celebrities on our show. We know what we need are more five-star hotline calls. 657-205-6105. 657-205-6105. Guys, it is a voicemail line. You've always left voicemails in the past for grandma, the wife, the kids, your coworkers. You've left a voicemail for someone. Leave one for us. Damn it. Oh, do that. That's where we end the show. Hey, listen, if you want to hang out with us, send us an email. Truckshowpodcast at gmail.com. Come on. You slammed it. I did. Well, because you didn't do your part, so I had to fill in the dead space. Listen, truckshowpodcast at gmail.com. It's it's called hitting the post. It's where you go. Truckshowpodcast at gmail.com. Tell Lightning to stop it. See, you still have time before the post. Here it is. The truck show, the truck show, the truck show. Oh, oh. Hitting the post is where you go right up to the lyric. You right. Know what I'm saying? Like every DJ right. does that. But I don't know what you're, you are unpredictable. I don't know what you're going to do. Listen, <laughs> at LBC Lightning, at Sean P. Holman, or at Truck Show Podcast. You know, I post us. a lot of stories, right, on my Send us Instagram. Do you, do, you don't do many stories. I you don't. Do, I think stories are stupid. You Why would st- I waste time putting up content that's going to disappear? Because I feel like. Um, when you put something in your Instagram feed, it's I don't forever. I don't write stories for the magazine that did, well maybe on our website, but <laughs> I don't do all this work and this 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 blood, sweat, and tears and putting my thoughts out there so it vanishes into the ether. 
See, but I don't want to stop down and write this big story and have this beautiful photograph. I, it takes too much time. When you do a story, it's like, oh, this is of the moment, and it's just instant, and you catch it, and then it's gone. And it's, I don't know, it's, I, li- I, I spit out a few of those every day, so I am yeah. doing stories a I'm lot. Not a, I'm not a story guy. I don't get it. Yeah, I, I, I like don't those th- stories I, 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 I guess I have work ethic. I don't want all my hard work to go waste. I want to put insightful things and thoughts about, like the Honda HPD uh, Ridgeline parked out in front of my house yesterday. That got a lot of play on uh, on my socials. I didn't see that. There was a, a Honda Ridgeline in front of your yeah, house? Yeah, the new HPD Performance Division uh, version. Okay. And I put- hey, It sounds like HRC. I put, hey, the one guy who bought one parked in front of my house. <laughs> I hope they don't think it's mine. And of course, everybody piled on, which is funny. Yeah, it's good. I uh, I do need to post more in my feed. I, I don't think I've posted anything in my feed since you brought me that piece of ore from Sarah Gordo. That, that was, was the last, last time? Wow. That was the last one. But I do a story almost every Dude, single I day. I manage so many. So I have at Sean P. Holman. Mm-hmm. Obviously, we have at the Truck Show Podcast. I've got at Odd Ford. I've got at ADV Jeep. And I've got at the Mojave Road. It's so too I'm many. constantly just doing social. And yeah. uh, one of our listeners uh, saw a story go up and DM me and said, are you pooping? Because <laughs> 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 I've noticed you put content up about the same time every day. Yep. And, and I, wrote, do. I wrote back. Poop emoji. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, if you want to be that intimate to my schedule, uh, follow me on Instagram or one of those pages, and uh, you'll be sure to uh, get my attention at least twice a day, sometimes three times. <laughs> They'll know your uh, bowel movement schedule. <laughs> oh, set my watch. Holman's posting again. <laughs> All right. Uh, well, before I go home and start- uh, Pooping? No, dist- <laughs> no, this afternoon on, on tap is uh, destroying the back of the uh, Odd Ford. But not pooping. No, but not pooping. Oh, okay. Well, somewhere in there, probably <laughs> pooping. I gotta get that I gotta get that platform off. So that's that's my goal today. So your buddy your your neighbor is coming over and he's going to uh detach it for well, you. I think we're gonna with, light with it on torch. fire again. Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah, I think that's sort of uh the method. So he has not just like the butane torch you get at Home Depot, he has an actual torch. No, no I have an oxyacetylene torch in my garage. Where'd you get the the oxyacetylene? Uh, I don't know, somewhere along the way. And so I use it every so once in a while. So you've got one of those big like yeah. five foot tall canisters? Yeah. yeah. What the hell are you doing with one of those? Exactly. So what I do is when I have to cut stuff, I think from like our house project, I used to torch things into the dumpster because that would fit yeah and then you know i'm like hey adam i really don't want to torch on my 80 year old jeep could you want to do it since you actually are a certified professional welder and he came over in his safety sandals and made it happen but i still don't get the f- safety sandals funny i still don't get was he wearing crocs uh no he just had flip-flops on and was uh having slag and all sorts of hot metal like hitting his toes while it's he probably was. not the first time he's a welder no. okay wait how do you have one of those giant green or blue no tanks? i have two tanks i have an oxyacetylene tank why do you have the two tanks? I don't. I can't even wrap my head around that. In your garage. Because I like to torch things. When's the last time you torched something? Yesterday. Before that. Uh, a couple months ago. Are you lying? No, I get a dumpster and then I have to pull things and if they don't fit, I just torch it. Like I got a lot of metal at my house. There's different things that come and I take them off and old parts that don't fit and just think, I'm going to prevent anyone from using this. Yeah. <laughs> and I put my initials into it. And How many wieners are car- None. torched into no, bumpers? No, I've never torched a wiener into anything. Um, since high school. That ain't true! No, it's not true. Well, you put wieners in everything. <laughs> <laughs> on that note, if you're that's looking... That's what she said. On that note, if you're looking... That's what she said. That's what she said. <laughs> on that note, if you're looking for a truck with a lot of payload, head on down to your local Nissan dealer. <laughs> hey That's what she said. <laughs> and uh, pick yourself up a Nissan Titan mm-hmm. XD. That's right, the truck with the industry's best. Five-year, 100,000-mile warranty. You can't beat it. 
great reliability, great styling, great tech, super comfortable, great power. And they have the Frontiers in bright red. What's the red called again? As our Red uh, Alert. Red Alert. It's a good looking color. Check it out. NissanUSA.com or at your local dealer. All right, Lightning, if I'm uh, pulling a big load. <laughs> oh, my God. Wait, is that <laughs> no, this easy? morning or this no, afternoon? Easy. Uh-huh. Easy. Yeah. Will I have to worry about my rear end getting hot? <laughs> e- <laughs> easy. This is a read for banks. <laughs> uh, Punchy the Clown has returned to the studio. All right, well, since Lightning is incapable <laughs> no, hold on of a uh, messaging his own product. You, you've got a big, you've got a, 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 a hot load, what'd you say? Listen, Banks Ram Air Differential <laughs> Covers extend your lubrication's life. Yes, Thanks it's true. to superior fluid and aerodynamics, the Ram Air Cover outperforms stock in popular flatback high-capacity covers. By five times. And does so with less lubricant. No more need for six or eight quarts. You can have increased distance between service intervals. With your factory fill, you'll save money while extending your gear life. That's right. What Banks did is add scoops on the bottom of the cover that redirects air from up under the truck through its fins, and every Ram Air cover comes with an angled fill port with magnetic plugs, sight glass for easy viewing, a magnetic drain plug placed at the right position so you drain every drop, a 1/8 inch NPT port for a temp sensor, O-ring seal, and that means no more messy silicone. Record. I wish this podcast came with a O-ring seal because we are full of messy silicone after the show. Um... (laughs) Lightning, I have a question for you. Yes. What are you going to do to be better next time? <laughs> I don't know. But um, <laughs> here's the thing. Will you grow your goatee back? Because it's, it's not it's not that's what what's throwing us off. No, no. Here's what really happened. Okay, so this we're recording this on uh, Memorial Day. Yeah. Right, because right, right, we work on Memorial Day. Yeah. So we do. This freaking You Memorial unveiled Day. the veil. So it turns out that my wife talks in her sleep. And Wait, how has this become about your wife? No, I, I'm going to tell you. Okay. So this morning, uh-huh. and she talks in her in her sleep. What was his name? Every morning around 5.30-ish. Now, usually I'm up for work at 5.30, but this morning I tried to sleep in. Actually, last night I stayed up late watching a, a movie with my son, so I didn't get much sleep. This morning, 5.30, whatever rolls around, and she's having like an argument with someone in her sleep. Okay. Normally, I can't tell what she's saying. It's... Of course. Yeah. This morning, I could understand it all. Was it you? I don't think so. She's like, I don't give a shit. You step away from me. And she was mm. clear. I was okay. understanding the words. Okay. And and so I was up and I'm listening to this. And finally, she settles down. It? I wanted to. <laughs> I got my phone and I dropped it. And I thought it was going to wake her up, but it didn't. But I didn't feel like reaching over the bed to get it. <laughs> and she was cursing and yelling at some person or whatever wow. and it wasn't me and it was a some kind of a brawl going on and uh Did she punch she, anyone she she, sh- she settles down and i couldn't go back to sleep because now the light's beaming in so i had i had probably five out of hours of sleep so you're i am a mess well yes we are i'm a mess are. i feel like ass <laughs> i look like ass my face has no, no facial you, hair you on it. You don't have enough hair on your face <laughs> to, to look, look like ass. ass. <laughs> it's All right. just, it's a Listen, rough one to, when today. We, when we Woo! meet back at the studio, <laughs> I just expect more from you. Hey, you know what? Don't, why would you ever expect more from me? Do better. <laughs> just do better. Hey, uh, before lightning, we go. Lightning, 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 Yeah. All right, before we go, can we just say thank you to uh, everybody who served? We are doing this on Memorial Day, and I uh, just want to say shout out. Take, take a moment. Uh, even though you'll hear this after Memorial Day, but take a moment for everybody in service and those who died for our freedoms so that Lightning and I can uh, take two hours out of your day in our futile attempt to entertain you. Yeah. For that, we thank you. Thank you. 
The Truck Show Podcast is a production of Motor Trend Group. This podcast was created and produced by Sean Holman and Jay Tillis with production elements by DJ Omar Khan. If you like what you've heard, please head over to Apple Podcasts and give us a five-star rating. And if you're a fan of The Truck Show Podcast, we encourage you to visit and patronize our sponsors. Thanks a lot for that info. Have a good <laughs> truck and trip. <laughs>